Welcome to Central Coast Chat, the podcast all about what's happening in the Monterey County area. I'm your host, Angelica Cabral, a reporter and podcaster with the Salinas Californian, part of the USA Today slash Gannett Network. This week, we felt it would be important to discuss businesses opening back up and what that means. To do so, we brought on a member of the Salinas Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to the podcast. Can you introduce yourself for our listeners? I'm the Salinas Valley Chamber of Commerce Membership Development Director. Tell me a bit about the work the Chamber of Commerce does and what they did during the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, historically, the Chamber of Commerce, and specifically the Salinas Chamber of Commerce, which is over 100 years old, has really had a strong foothold in advocacy efforts, and that certainly continued to remain true during the pandemic. We formed a partnership with other chambers in our county, as well as tourism agencies and other business associations. And we formed the Monterey County Business Alliance. And leaders of those various organizations continue to meet every week. And the Alliance uh, meets to collaborate on ways to help local businesses here in Monterey County, especially those in those hardest hit industries around food and beverage, tourism, hospitality, physical fitness and well-being. And they would share resources and pertinent information and discuss things like the importance of testing, safety protocols, um, and PPE, and discuss the various PPP and other loans and grants uh, that are available to help local business and regional businesses make it through the pandemic. We, of course, also advocated for more testing before the vaccine was available. And when the vaccine became available within the state of California, we were able to successfully advocate for more vaccines being allocated to our city and our county. Uh, Our government affairs liaison, Kevin Dayton, did some research and uncovered why our county was not being allocated our fair share of vaccines from the state. And so that number was able to increase with advocacy efforts on our behalf, as well as others' behalf to the state of California. And we partnered with a member, Virus Geeks, to ensure that more testing was available and bring a free testing site to Hartnell College. At the very beginning, in in about uh, July of last year, We went out into the community, obviously masked and with distancing, but we visited local businesses in Old Town Salinas and kind of the hub of the city. And we brought them PPE and hand sanitizers. And we also brought them the paperwork that's needed to apply for things like sidewalk encroachments, temporary land use permits, and other permits that will allow them to operate more safely outdoors. And we advocated that all those permit fees be delayed or waived um, until things had improved. There was also a major local election during the pandemic in the fall of last year, and we virtually interviewed all the candidates who wanted to be interviewed and asked them the tough questions about their qualifications, their plans with the budget, their plans to help local businesses get through the pandemic. And then we publicly endorsed the candidates that we felt were best prepared to lead our town and who are the most business friendly in their plans for city growth. And now as we're coming out of the pandemic and we continue to move forward, 
We're involved with the city of Salinas and their small business economic recovery task force. Uh, we're putting together a blueprint for how we can support businesses through future challenges like this. And throughout the rest of 2021, we're working in collaboration with the city and other government, nonprofit, and for-profit uh, organizations. We're working on various initiatives around shopping local, getting out in our community and exploring art and culture, and in encouraging people to keep their dollars in our economy this holiday season. And what can businesses expect now that they're opening back up with you know, not really any restrictions? What would you say to businesses for what they can expect? Yeah, that's a, that's a hard question. And I think it really varies uh, on the business and the industry that they're in. But more beyond what can they expect, I wanted to also focus on, like, what can they do to um, continue to help their business reopen? I would say a lot of businesses uh, either created or expanded their social media presence. So keep your social media presence strong. You can certainly reach new or continuing clients uh, or shoppers or people who want to dine at your restaurant you can keep them engaged through social media. If you started offering anything online or digitally, continue to do so. So you may be a brick and mortar store, but you may have created a website where people can shop for your products or services online, or you may have uh, only been formally offering your services in person and you were able to do that over Zoom. Continue to do that as well as bring back the way that you were doing business before the pandemic. You may unfortunately need to expect that you may have hiring challenges. Uh, we are hearing a bit of that to kind of get our workforce back where it needs to be as we move into summer and the tourism And on the other hand, is there anything you think consumers should know? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, I think it's important that consumers know that a business cannot refuse service to them if they choose to continue to wear a mask. Um, and Additionally, on the flip side, businesses do have a right to continue to require patrons to wear a mask. So it's kind of looking at it from both the consumer and the business owner standpoint around masking, vaccination, and continuing to reopen safely. I think consumers really need to remember that when they shop local, they're supporting taxes staying within our city. They're helping create jobs for our local residents, and they're supporting the growth of our town. Is there anything else about that you want to touch on about how the Chamber of Commerce might continue to support businesses even as we transition out of the pandemic era? Yeah, moving forward, we continue any advocacy around, you know, positive business growth, how to expand or come out of this pandemic um, and able to continue through 2021, move toward the holiday season continue to serve your clients, whether that's business to business or business to consumer. Um, we continue to do the work that we did pre-pandemic around mixers and networking events and ribbon cuttings. Those are all going to be resuming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we have a couple things coming up. So if you are a member of the Chamber of Commerce in Salinas, please check our website or give us a call if you want to know about the events we have coming up. And if you aren't currently a member, 
certainly reach out. We'd love to connect with you about how we can support your business. And lastly, just to sum up, what do you think is the importance of having a robust chamber of commerce in the city of Salinas? I really think we're a, a, like a catalyst or really a convener of various businesses. So I think it's important to have, when I think of a robust chamber, I think of a chamber that represents businesses of all sizes, that represents businesses of all industries, and that brings all people to the table. We did recently start a new uh, group. It is our minority-run businesses affinity group. So we really do want to ensure that we are representing the diversity of Salinas and the diversity of businesses of all industries. And that, to me, is really what makes a Chamber of Commerce robust um, and successful in representing the various businesses that make up our town. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. New episodes of our podcast go live on our website every Friday at 4 p.m. And you can also listen to us on iTunes. Just search Central Coast Chat. For more of our coverage, check out our website, www.thecalifornian.com, and follow us on Twitter, at Sal News.